ears to good friends. Cheers. 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 Hmm. That's sort of an oaky afterbirth. What was that? She did tell me to uh, get a beer and some cheese fries over at Eskimo Joe's. That's very nice, lovely. I only hope you feel this way when I'm done. Because I could destroy this night in two seconds. Why is that funny? <laughs> well, I think it's a bit funny to be trying to define nothing. <laughs> Smooth as a bourbon on a summer day. Strong as a peated scotch in the winter night. This is a fair warning. The Catholic Man Show is about to begin. Slap some bacon on a biscuit and let's go. We're burning daylight. Welcome to the Catholic Man Show. We're on the Lord's team, the winning side, so raise your glass. Adam Minahan here, sitting in studio with David Niles. Pray for Juan. Always. It's always, just, it's just yeah. always a good thing to pray for Juan. But he's actually out of the country currently on business, and so he's going to be gone for a couple weeks, and... Pray for a safe travels back to the yeah, states. One more, one more week, or one more week. Yeah, yep. Pray for a safe travel back to the states, and for uh, his lovely wife Joan, as she takes care of all the the posadas. I call her Won, because it's Juan and Juan. Juan and Won. If it's Juan, why not Won? That's I, that's what I call her. She lets you. She does. She's very indulgent. Yeah, she is. Well, she, well I mean, she, she, lives, she lives with Juan. She lives with Juan. <laughs> she's practiced. <laughs> she's she's at a different level of sanctity. Right. Like we're, we're, <laughs> we also have uh, Jimothy here this evening or this afternoon with us. Oh, welcome, Jim. No one will be breaking. Jim. And then we also have one of my favorite guests of all time on the Catholic Man Show. We have Father Sean Donovan with us. Cheers. 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 I was actually thinking about this uh, this morning after Mass. I was because I was just really excited for you to be here, Father. And um, I was thinking, you know what? Some of my favorite episodes that I've done that we've done on the Catholic Man Show uh, have incorporated Cath- uh, Tulsa, the Diocese of Tulsa and Eastern Oklahoma Catholic priests. Wow. I was like sitting there thinking, like a lot of good priests. We have an amazing priest here. So I was mm-hmm. like, you know, Father Sean Donovan, Father uh, Brian O'Brien, Father. Ketterer, Father John Fincher, Father David Webb, Father Sean O'Brien. I mean, we uh, Father uh, Brian Brooks, Father, Father Porter, da- David Carvajal, Father David Carvajal. I mean, we've just had Bishop Slattering. We've had Bishop Slattery, yeah, Bishop, yeah. Father, uh, uh, Bishop, Bishop Condola. Yeah, uh, I mean, we like yeah. some of my favorite episodes we have had have been with you know Tulsa, Tulsa. We got a lot going clergy. on in, in Tulsa, yeah. really. We do. So, welcome to the Thank Catholic Show again. I think this is your f- maybe fourth. Sure, I think so. Sounds fourth, good. Fourth time. Yeah. You definitely, though, Father, have had probably, I don't know, well, yeah, the largest influence in, as far as, like, show topics go, like, mm-hmm. the, the Wing at Hussar mm. episode, if, you, if, like, if somebody hasn't heard that, they need to go listen to it. But now we have yeah. a, a wine named after the Wing at Hussars. <laughs> yeah. We have t-shirts. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, 
Wait, no, I have a T-shirt. We actually don't have a Winged Hussar T-shirt. Have you seen the ones that they sell at like Polish events? They say Husaria. Yes, yeah, I have. Yeah, you have one. Yeah, I don't have that one. I think I actually Ooh. do have that one. Ooh. Yeah, I was thinking like you I or Juan. I, I do have you, one. Yeah, but. Um, pretty phenomenal. The, the Winged Hustlers are pretty awesome. Yeah. It's probably one of our most downloaded episodes as well. All so right. It's yeah. pretty awesome. It's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing history. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now every, uh, on the feast of Our Lady, the holy name of Mary, mm-hmm. uh, I always go and get a box of croissants yes! and, and show up to the office yeah. and like just have them open. You know, like if in an office, if you have like a box of food that's open. It's, it's like, favorite. It's, oh, well, it's for everybody, right? Oh, yeah. What do you got there? Right. And, yeah, there? people are like, hey, wh- uh, what are these? It's like, oh, today's the birthday of the croissant. Would you like to hear the story? <laughs> and they go like, and they like take one and be like, yeah, sure. Yeah, why not? <laughs> They're like eating, because I get go and get like these nice yes. croissants, you know, like probably a thousand calories. You I know? go to the Pioneer Woman's croissants. So okay. I'll, I'll, bet yeah. she, I'll bet she makes a croissant. Oh, oh yeah. 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 Excellent. Yeah. But, and, you know, then I'll like launch into the story and like by the end of it, they're just like staring at me with these <laughs> wide eyes. <laughs> Because <laughs> it's like you end up going into like 9 11. Yeah. Into like croissants. Yeah, like coffee. war against the Muslims. Right. Yeah. yeah, like oh, yeah. coffee and croissants. It's like the holy name of Mary, 9 11, and croissants. <laughs> and they're like, they're like thinking, like, that was a lot more than I expected. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I was thinking right. a story about a nice baker. Right, exactly. Yeah. Like, I'm going to have to think twice before I stop by your office for, <laughs> for pastries next time. Yeah. The yeah. next week you had donuts and nobody came in. Right, yeah. exactly. It's a, it's a trap. <laughs> it's a trap. <laughs> it's a, it's a lesson. Uh, right. <laughs> um, so. We're, I think it'd be appropriate to, yeah. to discuss what we're having yeah, uh, this yeah, evening. Yeah, very much so. Um, so last week, was it last week that we had the... Yeah, I don't know. Glendalock? Last week or two weeks, away, two weeks yeah. ago, uh-huh. the Glendalock. But yeah, I think it was last week, right? Yeah, you did pretty Pat, well. Pat right Flynn. There. Oh, no, it was two weeks ago because we did with Pat Flynn, we, we were in, it was like early in the morning and so we were just drinking coffee. That's oh, right. That's, that's right. That's better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> So, so this is a, a variation of it. This is a, a seven-year, and it's finished in Miz- Mizunara. Mizunara. That's our Japanese pronunciation. Yeah. Yeah, Mizunara. But it's crazy, because I was look, reading on here that... What is Mizunara, Adam? Mm. Yeah. It means water oak. Okay. Naturally. The, Naturally. I mean, yeah, I, mean, I, yeah. I could have guessed that, I'm right. sure. It says, the trees rarely grow straight. In fact, it takes 200 years for them to gr- uh, grow old enough to work with to make it into barrels. And so it says, after they actually cut them down, which I think would be kind of a sad, maybe a sad moment, yeah. um, that it takes a further three years for them to dry before they can even uh, start coopering them. Wow. So... Um, very rare. I mean, very. They're not easy to get a hold of. In fact, but this is a batch Ooh. number zero zero one one zero zero one. Well done. It's impressive. So, I'm impressed. And two yeah. uh, two weeks ago when we had the the regular one, we noticed who was on the label. Saint Kevin of Glendalock. S- yes, yeah. Saint Kevin, which we will talk about more. Yeah, we will very soon. Next time. Uh, so soon, very uh, soon. We're on the Lord's team. The winning side. So raise your glass. And cheers to Jesus. Cheers. 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 Jim. It has a very uh, Highland nose. Like Highland Scotch nose mm. is what. They're not wrong. Yeah. Mm, that is delicious. It is very much. Even the, the taste, the finish is very much like a Highland Scotch. If I didn't know this was an Irish whiskey. 
I would have mm-hmm. I would have thought, and you just like gave it to me and t- asked me to guess. I would have definitely said a Highland. Hmm. Maybe a space side, but what's the difference? <laughs> you can pick fights all the way over here. Right. We're not in Scotland. <laughs> exactly. That was the difference. Yeah. <laughs> Oklahoma, Texas. Well, I you mean, know, what's the difference? Right. <laughs> Baja, Oklahoma. Wow, that is... It's super good. That is very... Yeah, so... The Glenda, and the other Glendalock we had, also, I just was incredible. Uh, mm-hmm. Like, this is... I'm, I didn't actually know about this distillery until we had it on the show. So, yeah. I'm really impressed. Now that we've had two of these, and they're both this, this good. One, yeah, this one's a little bit more expensive. This one, I think, was about 120 bucks. Well, it's because they're using trees that take 200 years before they can even cut them down. Slightly younger than the yeah. United States. It's like right. it's, it's aged for seven years. That's like nothing compared to the trees. Yeah. Right. So, what are your thoughts, Father? You, you uh, the 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 way that they aged it in these uh, Japanese barrels, mm. it, it's totally different from anything I've ever tried before. Mm-hmm. Have Have you ever had like this kind of? Well, this I've kind ha- of wood no taste. It's Mm-mm. totally different. It is. Uh, I'm trying to like so. There's that this apple. You can, you can tart, smell it. You mean you, you uh, can? Oh yeah. You can smell that there's something different. Yeah, but you're right. The like the the taste immediately is kind of sweet and appley, mm-hmm. and then it gets mm-hmm. really smoky near the end, and right. like an interesting comment, like really herbal and almost yeah. bitter. At the end, yeah. yeah. You, have you ever smelled uh, the wood purple heart? No. So there's this wood that like it's called Purple Heart. It's it's mm-hmm. have you oh you've, you you know about it? Yeah. Okay, so anyway, so when you cut it, you know, it's it's just it's gorgeous grain wood. Yeah. It's very hard to work with, but a gorgeous grain wood. Um and it has this very unique herbal sweet smell to it. Mm. Um whenever you cut into like whenever you cut into it first and that for some reason that's what it, that's what it reminds you of. Uh-huh. But mm. Anyway, this will be uh very fun to to try. Also, by the way, if you are curious on some of the other whiskeys that we've tried throughout uh, over 300 episodes of the Catholic Man Show, which are a lot of whiskeys, um, if you go to thecatholicmanshow.com, we have an episode tracker, and you can see all of our topics, all of our whiskeys, and all of the gears that we've ever highlighted. Yeah. Which is a nice little Very feature. few yeah. repeats. That's we excellent. do have some repeats, but mm-hmm. very few. Revisits? Well, if they're that good, why wouldn't you want to do it again? Right. So nice. That's a lot of them. I Sometimes like. You have to do it twice. Do again. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the mass never gets old. That's yeah. right. Just do it again. Just try. Right. It. Yeah. Can't wait till tomorrow. Sometimes, actually, I have to admit it. Like, has dragged on. It's, it's like what Chesterton you know, says. Like, <laughs> like. But I'm there. You know. Right. What the little kid says. Do it again. Do it again. Right. Maybe that's like, what. Sometimes, God you, does. sometimes you just need to be like have like a wrap it up, father. <laughs> you know. <laughs> All right. And then so like keep going. going on with the rest of the mass like. That's nice. I know some some priest friends of mine. They never preach on a daily mass. They're like, no, we're just you're here for mass. So, I'll prepare uh-huh. for my Sunday homily. I don't. I'm not going to preach every day. I, I don't know if that I I don't possess that discipline or because the expectation is also like, well, you're gonna you're gonna yeah. say something. Open up the word right? a little bit. Say right? something. Yeah. yeah. Or at least about like the saint of the day. Uh-huh. Something. So I I say something. So, yeah. If you have something to say, I think you should say it. That's right. And if you don't, don't. Right, yeah. Please don't. That's exactly right, yeah. <laughs> so we're here with Father Sean Donovan, who we are going to Ireland with, which is what we'll be talking about on the other oh, side yeah. of, the, of the break. And we hope that you will be going with us in September. 
So we'll be right back. Hey guys, David Niles here. For those of you who don't know, for my day job, I'm a financial advisor, so I know firsthand how difficult investing can be. That's why I was so excited when we met Mark Lozano, founder and owner of Christ-Centered Capital. Mark's mission is to provide in-depth research and analysis on which companies and organizations align with Christian values and which ones don't. Of course, he's also seeking to provide investment recommendations and stock picks that have financial potential and are also aligned with Christian values. What I really love about what Mark is doing is that he's completely transparent about why a company might be a moral investment versus another one. He leaves it up to you so that you can make informed decisions. He's not just going to say, oh, this one's moral, this one's not. He'll give all of the reasons in the research that he's done with links to articles or whatever it may be, so that you can make the most informed decisions on your own investment portfolios. Because as Catholics, we have a duty to uphold Catholic values, and the same goes with our investments. So we want to be as virtuous as we can be, and Christ-centered capital is really invaluable. It's only $7 a month for you to go and sign up to get all of his recommendations and all of his research. To me, it's a no-brainer. If you're an investor and you want more information, go to ChristCenteredCapital.com, and make sure to use promo code TCMS. 2022 for one month of free access, no obligation. That's TCMS, The Catholic Man Show, TCMS 2022. Welcome back to The Catholic Man Show. I am David Niles here with Adam Minahan, joined today by priest of God, Father Sean Donovan. Thank you for being here, Father. It's my pleasure. Thank you. So, uh, we're going to Ireland. Yeah. You're coming with us. I am. Yeah. And you are Irish. I am of Irish descent, absolutely. So, you kind of, you know a little bit about the place. I know a bit. I know a bit. So, um, my dad's side of the family has been here for a few generations. Uh, My mom's side of the family, she's the power side. Her grandparents immigrated and they lived in the same house with her in Chicago, where they immigrated to. And um, so my mom's family's from Waterford. My dad's family's from Skibbereen. And um, so down in far southwest Cork. And, uh, oh, actually, maybe I'll tell you a story to kind of give us Please. kicked off. Okay. Yeah, yeah so, that sounds great. So this is, it's, it's a small country, but with a lot of history. And uh, so just kind of give you an idea. I, I went to the Republic of Ireland. It was the first place I ever went when I left the country. Now, is that the, first, the northern? First international no, traveling. Like Ireland proper. Ireland oh, okay. Proper. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah. So, so first time ever traveling internationally, because, you know, you ask your parents when you're growing up, you know, can I leave the country? Can I go travel somewhere? Like, sure. What do you have in your bank account? Like, oh, uh, well, that's why I was asking you. Yeah. Uh, I, just, I need some money. I just permission. But money. Like, yeah. No, 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 you can go right ahead. You have, you have our blessing when you have the money. <laughs> you have our blessing. Yes. So uh, I went to Ireland the first time out of the country and traveled around a bit, but not a whole lot. Did you go by of, yourself? Like, I went with a group of okay. people, but only like a small group of friends and some of whom had already been there like the previous summer. Uh-huh. And uh, so it was fun. And I'd been to Ireland a few different times with my family as well. Um, you know, when we I had a cousin who got married in Prague, you know, it's, it's on the way. So you got to stop in Ireland for yeah, a little while. Sure. You know, it's on the way. It's on the way back, too. It's on the way. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, so I've been to the Republic a couple times, but never been to Northern Ireland until I was uh, studying in Belgium, and we had a couple of weeks off for, I think it was Christmas break. Is this seminary? No, just, just you know, it's just, just cheap. 
$750 to study at a pontifical university in Belgium and the Catholic University of Leuven. So that's why I went there after I'd worked for a couple of years at Catholic Charities in Tulsa. And so I could get a pontifical, you know, theological degree. So were you already a priest or you were not not even a seminarian? No. Just a dude. Just a dude getting degrees. Just like living in Belgium. Living in Belgium. Why not? You know, like beer, chocolate, waffles, fries. Right. Phenomenal. And yeah. uh, so we had a break because, you know, everything's just uh, it's all uh, oral exams in Europe. Right. Okay. So like you just do your studies, but then, you know, enjoy yourself and also go travel on weekends or wherever. So we go uh, to Rome on a pilgrimage as a group of us, like seven or us or something like that. And then a, then a few of us uh, afterwards were like, have you ever been to we still like another week before school starts. You ever been to Northern Ireland? I'm like, I've never been to Northern Ireland before. Let's let's go. Mm-hmm. So we go to Northern Ireland and uh, we go to Derry. So amongst the Irish Catholics, it's known as Derry, and amongst the Protestants, it's London Derry. Okay. So you oh, because they're British. Yeah. So you can already tell like well, who you are. I- Ireland is part of Britain, but oh, they're English. Mm-hmm. We should say. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Well, so, yeah. You know, the Queen says that so, anyway. I don't know. Yeah, they, <laughs> they do. They yeah. do. So there, there are parts that are you know part of the UK right now and. But we'll get into that too. We're going to talk okay. about that okay. in this session too. Didn't mean to offend anybody. Yeah, no, no, no. no. <laughs> they, they exist. It's true, and they're you know they're citizens of the UK. And um, so we go to Derry, and uh, at the time I was you know a student, and so I had like a, my beard is maybe like this big. Oh, nice. And mm. I was wearing a, a shirt in Irish Gaelic, uh, the a Guinness shirt in Irish Gaelic, because you know there are three different languages in Gaelic. No. Yeah. So there's Irish, there's Scottish, and there's Manx. I don't so know. just just saying like Gaelic. No, the, the, which the, one of the three languages doesn't mean anything? No. Okay, gotcha. So Irish is Irish Gaelic, right? So anyway, I, so I'm wearing this shirt. Don't even realize just like I'm like a poster child for the diaspora, right? Yeah. So <laughs> I'm wearing this big like uh, like car coat and Irish Guinness shirt, large red beard, and uh, the place where we're gonna stay. Had literally had a sign that said "Gone to Tea," on the front. I was like, "Well, nobody's and nobody's on the street. It's tea time. Streets are empty." We're like, "Well, what do we do?" So like, some of my friends that were there, one was like a blonde-haired, blue-eyed Protestant American. So I'm like, "Okay, great. You, you, you go. You go lead the way because I don't know what we're going into here in Derry because uh-huh. it's very divisive." Uh, lesser so these days, thanks be to God. But the the name of the there's only one place open. The 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 Derby pub and Derby. Okay. Sounds like you're a bunch of loyalists to the crown. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you're like, okay, well shoot, you just go, you go old, talk loudly as an American and be all Protestanty. And I'll just hang back. Right. <laughs> I'm just going to try to blend in, blend in right. as much as I can. Yeah. And just go stand in the corner and <laughs> like, you know, like a loyalist pub. And so I thought I'm going to be really clever. I'm going to order uh, Catholic whiskey. No, no, I'm going to order a Protestant whiskey amongst the Protestants, right? Right. So I'm like, okay, so I'm going to I'm going to go up there and I'm going to order Bushmills. Because mm-hmm. Bushmills is real close by. It's the oldest distillery in, I- in Ireland and it's Protestant. Okay. So I thought, I'm going to be so clever. I'm going to go order this Protestant whiskey. Just blend. Right. They, they'll have they'll no never idea. They'll know. never catch on. Never know. So I go up to the bar and she goes up to the bar. She's just chatting with everybody and they all think, oh, you're lovely and she's charming, whatever. It's great. Uh-huh. I go up to the other... Other bar, and uh, this is kind of disjointed bar. And I go up to the bar, the barman there, the the 
the you know whatever server in <clears throat> I said uh, can I have a Bushmills and he leans over the bar and he goes no <laughs> <laughs> and I said um, please can I have a Bushmills and he goes what's your name and I said it's uh, Sean Donovan and he goes no because you're Catholic. That's that's Protestant whiskey. And your family's originally from Limerick. 500 years ago, you got kicked off your land and moved down into Skibbereen in southwest Cork because you wouldn't change your papist ways. That's this what is he a said. bartender. That's, that's what he said to you. This is a bartender. <laughs> and I said, e, that's Guilty. true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. That's my family history. Yeah. I have a water. <laughs> and he says, no, you'll be having a good catholic whiskey like the rest of us what what he's like yeah we're all you're amongst friends we're all catholic I'm like but the name of the he's like, forget it, i bought it from somebody else i said i noticed that you have an r-u-c hat above the bar royal ulster constabulary you know the the most militant of the protestants uh-huh oh we stole it from the prots during the marching season <laughs> like oh it's a trophy oh oh phew okay well like, and he goes, don't worry about your friend she's charming <laughs> Like, oh, good, good, good. Then <laughs> we go to the end of the bar, and these other gentlemen who are there, it's like, oh, you know, you're from America, and, uh, you know, we all grew up here. Uh, are you familiar with Bloody Sunday? Yeah, I'm familiar with Bloody Sunday, and, you know, basically just slaughter of Catholics who had a peaceful civil uh, protest uh, on the Sunday, right? And so they were just picked off by snipers for, that were, um, they were all British soldiers. And uh, anyway, so they said, well, some of our relatives were killed on Bloody Sunday. Would you like us to walk you around the site of Bloody Sunday and show you all the murals tomorrow? Yes. Yes. Yes, we would. Yeah. Thank you so much. But it's like, that's how steeped they are in their own history as well. Like some bartender on the other side of the country will be like, Minahan, I know your whole family history. Mm-hmm. It's like, <laughs> Oh, you do? Can you tell me? You are <laughs> correct, sir. Yeah. Wow. So anyway, it gives you a little bit of idea like, okay, just you need to be a little kind of aware of where you are and who you might be talking to so you don't want to offend anybody. And uh, at the same time, they'll probably know exactly who you are. Yeah. You know, immediately. More, that's that's more incredible. You know. I mean, that just like strikes me that that's something that we just don't have here in America since you know, we're this melting pot. You know, your name, I don't know anything about where these names come from. They didn't come from here. You know, that, that's the thing about all of them. Is You're that, not from Brooklyn Arrow? Right, yeah. Like, generations upon generations. Right, exactly. Like, But there, you know, like in Ireland, I don't know. But I imagine there was a lot fewer last names sure. than here in America. And we're one of the few last clans that also has a uh, chieftain. Oh, really? So we have a chieftain. I met the chieftain with the family. And what so, does he do? Is he elected? What happened? No, no, no. Like now, it's kind of like that. yeah. So it, they all, all the kings of Ireland were all democratically elected, actually, no historically, kidding. and then that also that'd be mm. like regional too. Uh, but also, if you're the chief of the clan, you get to be known as the O'Donovan. Like you're all O'Donovans, but he's the O'Donovan, mm. right? So anyway, that's how you can tell when there's I a like- chieftain. The oldest one who has the most kids or something? <laughs> That'd be nice. That'd be, 
the one who goes to mass the most. <laughs> right. Yeah. You're the chieftain. No, no. Unfortunately, it's now it's like mostly hereditary now, so they just keep it that way. But I have some good stories on that too. But well, that is a, that time. is a, an excellent story. But it, just like I wish that we had that level of culture. Yeah. You know, like everybody would know your people. Right. Yeah. You would know exactly who you were, where you belong. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, it's like there's going to be centuries. Right. And you're not going to be everyone has a people. Sure. Which has its has, pro, you know, there's ups and downs. Sure. Yeah, sure. There's, there's downsides. You know, yeah. there's like a lot more reasons to fight with each other, you know, for instance. Like, I know your families. I have. But sometimes you're like, I'm not them, though. Like, uh-huh. if you have a problem with them. Right. Yeah. That's, that's the, not me. That's the thing is that, like, yeah, offenses tend to become <laughs> generational <laughs> as well. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, we're here in America. It's like, oh, like what? I don't know. Like you did, you guys. Who are you guys? Oh, you did something to yeah. me. Like whatever. So like, we'll do some like broad brush like <laughs> offenses and 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 grudges. <laughs> Let's do that. So uh, not not particular families, but uh, okay. So like they attribute St. Patrick like evangelizing Ireland like four thirty two, but then we're gonna get into like fast forwarding into like flight of the earls and penal laws and what happened with the six counties and the grudges that come from that. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, when we get back, sure, we're gonna get into like some of the real. Catholic- this is like the deep, yeah. deep Catholic history of yeah. Ireland, right here. Okay. This is the Catholic Man Show with Adam Minahan and David Niles. We'll be right back. There's a common thread among thousands of formerly sinful people we now call saints. They had a relationship with God which then inspired them to set the world on fire, as St. Catherine and Siena put it. But more importantly, and more specifically, it meant they put in the time. They sat with the Lord. They spoke with Him. They listened to Him. Daily. They unveiled their hearts and wounds and problems to Him. They offered Him thanks and gratitude. They left their sufferings with Him on the altar. They begged for His help. My question to you is, are you putting in the time? I know that I've sat in front of the church or sat in adoration making this mental grocery list of things that I want. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about time to build a consistent, honest relationship, time to speak, and time to listen. Dave and I have talked about on the show before that if you don't have an adoration hour once a week, are you really taking your faith life seriously? Are you really taking your prayer life seriously? But sometimes uh, you need a guide to help you in this holy hour. And so Exodus 90 has specifically put together a guide for you to help with your holy hour. In the show notes, you'll find a simple breakdown that shows you how to structure your time with the Lord. So this guide is also mobile friendly. If you go to exodus90.com slash TCMS, that's TCMS, the Catholic Man Show, exodus90.com slash TCMS, you can get a free mobile friendly guide on how to structure your holy hour. Highly recommended. Go check it out. Welcome back to the Catholic Command Show. Here with Father Sean Donovan. Drinking a little bit of this. Glendalock. Mm. This is Irish so Christian. good. Mizunara. You definitely need mm. to try this one. If, if you can find it. Batch 001. It's amazing. <laughs> if you can. Yeah. Oh, right. so oh, we're, right, we're talking bottom. about like general Irish history, I guess. So like... Yes. Okay, so... Yeah, Ireland's been Catholic for like 1600 years. And uh but it wasn't uh, consistent. 
that it was even legal to practice your Catholic faith during that time, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the penal laws, and I don't know if you mentioned, I think you might have mentioned that in one of your previous podcasts where like, you didn't realize, yeah, for like 134 years it was illegal to be yeah. Catholic, uh-huh. right? So uh, there were a lot of oppressive measures by the British once um, King Henry VIII decided that he wanted to you know, start his own church. You know, start his own church by killing a bunch of women and then, you know, well, marrying them first, then killing them. Yeah. You know, um, in that order. Mass yeah, murdering yeah. adulterer. That way you don't have to divorce them. <laughs> so much easier. <laughs> Granted, he wanted to do that first right. and start his own religion. But uh, after that oppression, they had, you know, a lot of unsystematic. Uh, oppression, you know, and then they finally got their act together in terms of oppressing the Catholics. And uh, so 1695, I believe it was, was the uh, implementation of the first universal, systematic, unending penal laws until 1829. Wow. Right. So during that time, you couldn't celebrate mass in public. You had to go out in the boonies. They had large stones. So the, the mass stones and um, so you can still go out there and have mass. Actually, it's been really popular, especially during uh, Corona Tide, uh-huh. for Irish priests to go out there because you it's open air, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, there are mass stones all the way around the whole country. In fact, I, I shared a link with you all about somebody had actually mapped them all and took photos of all these historic mass stones. Some of them are just beautiful, and others are like you know a stone, all right? You know, it's a rock in the ground. It's a rock. Yeah, you know, they're just like monolithic, just absolutely enormous because. You can't move them. Right. Just bless right. them. They're good to go. Oftentimes they were down a, a hill, so that way if you're just looking a whole across a like a horizon, you wouldn't see a group of people. Right. Because uh, the British um, redcoats would actually come in, shoot the fr- the priest first, hmm. take care of mass that way. Uh-huh. Shoot the priest, then kill anybody else who's around. And uh, so that's also the beginning of the AOH, the Ancient Order Hibernians. You heard of them before? Uh-huh. Yep, yeah, we have a, an order here in Tulsa. We do. And uh, so they're the Bobby Sands division here locally. And um, so they they started to actually just bring rifles to mass, right? So that way, if you were going to, if you're at mass, the AOH would sit in the back, which is always most Catholic, right? Uh-huh. Well, most Catholics are prone to do sit in the back. Yeah. But they'd also have rifles with them. And that way, if they hear British soldiers coming riding, start picking them off. Wow. Yep. And so defend the priest, defend the faith. Defend the mass. Yeah. And uh, that's also the birth of, eventually, when they came to America, uh, with, with the Knights of Columbus. Mm-hmm. So Father McGivney said, well, you know, we need to be able to protect Irish Catholic immigrants. But you know what? There are a lot of non-Irish Catholic immigrants that are also being oppressed here in the New World. So we'll open it up. And that's where the Knights of Columbus came from, from the AOH. So that all came from the penal law uh-huh. era. And uh, so anyway... Uh, Flight of the Earls. We should try to talk about that. So how did like we get six counties? Hold on. I have a question. Yeah. I have a question on... Uh, so you, you do have to... Like, do you have to consecrate that stone before you say Mass on it? Or do you just bless it? Yeah. you. you I mean, like, as uh, you know, you usually need a bishop to consecrate it or else you'll give delegation to do so. Right. And he can also just give delegation to his priest and say, you go bless it. You know? Right. That's and also, you know, there's like the ideal. And then right. there's then the, like... What the absolute Let's not get necessary, murdered. right? Yeah, mass. like you know, if right. you, if you right. you know, like there's pic- pictures of people celebrating the mass on the hood of a jeep, you know, mm-hmm. like right. That's not ideal, but right? But yeah. this is just where you are, and so if that's all you can do. That's all you can if do. If it's like, against the law and you're, you're in hiding, so no, we'll ha- see. Well, because we're, we're going to be able to actually look it up 
close when we go have mass on one of these altar on the, one of these mass stones. I wouldn't be surprised if after they blessed the stone, then they would just carve usually five crosses: one where you're actually going to have the corporal, then one in each corner. Uh-huh. North, south, east, so west. Let's actually see it when we yeah, go to our, be, our, our mass stone to see if they actually carved in the, st- in the crosses. That'd be cr- pretty great if they did. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But uh, yeah, so I mean, with all these oppressive laws and like. You, Catholics couldn't own land, like they're getting taxed, they couldn't celebrate their their faith in public. So a lot of the rich Catholics in the north, uh, these you know, land owning they had massive areas of Northern Ireland, uh, they like they decided kind of a group of them, let's just leave. <laughs> let's just move out of Ireland. Uh-huh. Uh, let's go to Rome. You know, we're Roman Catholics. Go to Rome. Let's travel around Europe. We got lots of money anyway. We'll buy a villa. Because Ireland was conquered by England. Yeah, more or less. Yeah. And so yeah. they had they were having to deal, put up with. Yeah. English, For centuries, you know. English centuries. occupation. So, okay. So 1609, the flight of the earls, they decide we're just going to go. Uh-huh. But they own all this land in the six counties in the north. If you want to remember the six counties, the acronym is Fat Dad. Ooh, I like that. Right, easy to remember. Yeah, fat dad. And uh, I don't so, know that I'll remember like what they all stand uh, for, but I'll remember from, uh, fat Antrim, dad. Tyrone. Uh, then you have Down and uh, Arma and Derry. Anyway, so fat dad. Okay. So anyway, they leave creates a vacuum. So all the British say, "Well, we have all this free land. Let's have the equivalent of like an Irish land run, mm-hmm. and we're going to invite mm-hmm. all these." Uh, Scottish Protestants to come here get some free land hmm. and so now since the early 1600s you have Protestants in Northern Ireland in those six counties and they their kind of slogan is never surrender right so they hmm. stand their ground for centuries now they got their free land and they're staying and so those rich Catholics basically created century four centuries worth of division and problems so was it really was it was it actually a Difference in doctrine was it that the, all of the Protestants were convinced of the Protestant doctrine, or was it more of like a cultural divide that, like, hey, we're Scottish, well, that too, and you're Irish, and we don't like, you know, like we've been, you know, because they weren't even Church of a, England, right? They right. were Presbyterians, right? Exactly. So they're just like, oh, well, you're not at Church of England, but close enough. At least this you whole hate the, you hate the Catholics. never surrender. Yeah, it's it wasn't so much that was it. Well, I don't know. Like, were they absolutely convinced of the doctrine? I'm sure in some cases, mm, probably, probably yes, so. you know, but just like the Catholics here and there. But it just seems to me like that would be more. They wouldn't of have gotten a, the land unless they were not Irish, right? right? So yeah. it's like, okay, you're English or Scottish, as long as you're not Catholic, you can come and get some free land. Uh-huh. So yeah, unfortunately, there's now we're talking four hundred years living in Ireland. Uh-huh. So you're like you can't really say they're not Irish, you know? Oh yeah, they've been here. They've been there longer than any Europeans have been in America. Uh-huh. You know, about mm-hmm. you know it's about the same time. So anyway, and. Twice as long as America's ex- as, as existed as has existed. There yeah. So anyway, hmm. um, so that's part of the ongoing problems, and that's why you'd have uh, you know conflicts between Protestants and Catholics because it would always come down between those lines as well. Now, because it's like saying, well, like, well, your family was Scottish four hundred years. <laughs> Doesn't it's like no, no, you're Protestant. Uh-huh. Like it's the only division now. Like huh. so. Protestant to Catholic now, and it was much worse in the seventies and eighties, car bombs and whatnot. And uh, actually, we should, we should probably talk about um, you know, different. Well, maybe we'll just p- share with you, and you can post different fun 
and educational movies about Irish history, songs about Irish history, and maybe books as well that can uh, people can read about if they're really interested beyond our you know ever illuminating podcast. You know, they can yeah, yeah, much, I would love that deeper because yeah. you know, especially with all these various branches of media, the Irish are really known as poets. You know, land of you know mm-hmm. saints mm-hmm. and poets. I do like to listen to Irish music. Yeah. Like Gaelic Gaelic singing. Ooh. I don't understand any of it unless yeah. the YouTube video has like the translation at the bottom. <laughs> but it just sounds it's very beautiful to it listen is. to. Yeah. I like doing it. It's like Lord of the Rings. Mm, yeah. Ethereal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that reminds me. There's actually a you uh, there's a, a documentary. This gentleman uh pretty much grew up with in the Irish language and uh he's just sorely disappointed that more people don't study their own language in school, even though it's required now, right? Uh-huh. But they don't really take it seriously, kind of like, you know, English. Well, it's like people in our country. Right. And uh, But he's like, no, no, no yeah, this is part yeah. of our heritage. People like fought and died to keep our language. So yeah. he would actually travel around, and there's there's a documentary on YouTube called No Berla, which means no English. But he also explains that there's no, there's no word for no in Irish. There isn't a word for no? No, no. So <laughs> really, yeah, he explains how, that at the beginning of the documentary. How do you have a language without? So, I, so no. like, if you said like, "Oh, will you be joining us tomorrow?" Instead of saying no, like, "Oh, I regret to inform you, I actually have other things going on tomorrow, and that's why you know, I, you know, it, it just won't be happening." Yeah, like, wow. so I wonder, like, all these Irish and Irish, you know, diaspora tend to talk around issues a lot. I think probably, probably like partly linguistic. I would wow. suppose, yeah. That blows that, my mind wow. that there's not a word for no. That's just very agreeable people. Like, that's like, okay, if you had to have like 10 words and you could only say 10 words, yes you would and think no. no would be in there, right? <laughs> <laughs> and that's also, I think that's, oh, that's one of those things like we should probably keep in mind is that like, I'm not Irish, right? I'm American uh-huh. of Irish descent. Like, so yeah. genetically, sure, I'm Irish. Culturally, I'm American. Uh-huh. Like, I'm an Okie. In America, yes, right. So uh, I'll tell you a quick little story too, because this is how we convey information. And uh, so I'm walking out of an Irish pub in Belgium, and um, okay. but I'm wearing a, <laughs> like like you do, yeah, yeah, <laughs> as, as one does. Yeah. And I'm wearing a Notre Dame cap, uh, but it just has the interlocking ND, which Americans know what that is, yeah, and French people know what that is, but not a lot of other oh, people okay. know what that is. Oh right, yeah. And so I have an interlocking ND, and it says Irish underneath it. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's this uh, uh, inebriated uh, Irishman on the street. And he goes, you're Irish. Where are you from? And I go, um, America. And he's like, ah, <laughs> no, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, because I'm not, I'm not. I'm American. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Put your hat. It says <laughs> Irish. It's Irish right there. It says Irish right there. False advertising. Yeah, you you big liar. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll be right back. We're going to keep talking about Catholicism in Ireland. It's going to get good. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm Adam Minahan, and this is David Niles from The Catholic Man Show. And we are so excited because we are going on pilgrimage to Ireland. We're going this September, September 15th through the 24th. We're going to go to some amazing Catholic places in the country. As you know, the Catholic tradition in Ireland is so deep and rich. And while we're there... We're also going to be visiting some distilleries, if you can even imagine that. You know, us, the Catholic Man Show. So we're going on basically a (laughs) cathedral and distillery pilgrimage to Ireland. 
It's going to be awesome. And, and because we're going on a, a distillery tours that are not typical for the tourists, Dave, we're not taking a bunch of people. We're not taking 60 people. We're not taking 50 people. We're capping this off at 30 people because we want to be able to That's have it. We're, we want it to be intimate. We want it to be able to uh, go to places that normal tourists don't get a chance to go to. Uh, so go to selectinternationaltours.com slash Catholic Man Show for more information. Welcome back to the Catholic Man Show. This is David Niles here with Adam Minahan and Father Sean Donovan talking about the history of Catholicism in Ireland. So, Since we're going there, it's right, good to know. Right, exactly. And why you should come with us because there's all this deep, rich, you know, and so much of it impacts our own culture here in America since we are so heavily Irish. Sure. Even if you're not Irish, the culture was so heavily influenced by the Irish, you know, yeah. like... That's kind of the thing about being in America. Everybody is kind of a little Irish, <laughs> sort of, because right. we like we did adopt so much of oh, yeah. the cult, like Irish ways and cultures, just because there were so many Irish mm -hmm. who came. The fact that like pretty much all Americans celebrate St. Patrick's Day, exactly. Right. You know, they're not Irish and they're not Catholic, right? right. They're like, oh, happy St. Patrick's Day. It's like. Thank you. And it's like, what, do you know anything about St. Patrick? I did the snakes. Thank you, it's Saul like Goodman. The, yeah, that's <laughs> great. He's, he's, you know? Well, he was Irish, and he drove all the snakes out. It's like, no, he wasn't Irish, no. and the snakes, like, two that really yeah, wrong. Exactly yeah. a thing. Yeah. Swing and a miss. Yeah. But thank but you. I'm thank glad you that you like him so much. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, you like drinking. Yeah. yeah. I do, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, boy. So, so let's okay. get a drink, and we'll talk about let's it. Let's talk about it. So we have only about 30 uh, spots for the for the pilgrimage okay. that we're go that we're going on. We wanted to keep it small for for a couple of reasons to keep it intimate, but then also we're going on to some distillery tours that only allow up to like thirty five people. Right, that are not on the the, 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 the circuit. circuit. Yeah, right, the pilgrimage right. circuit. Ooh, nice. So it's so it's going to be yeah, a lot and like even the Jameson when we go to Jameson. Jameson, you know, it's like mainstream distillery, sure. but we're going to the actual. Distillery, Middleton. yes, yeah. not the one that they had set up in, in Dublin. Dublin. No, that's for, for the tourists, tourists. Yeah. right? Which is where they try to send the tourists right. to because now, that's what they built it for. You've had Middleton Special Reserve on here, haven't you? I do not know. I don't uh, think so. No. That's super fancy. That's like one really? of those that you want given to you. You know what? Okay. Today I was just thinking, like Jameson, I don't think gets. It's not that they get a bad rap, but I don't think they get all the credit that they deserve. People are usually not like, you know what? I'm going to spend $300 on a whiskey. I'm going to go for a Jameson. Right. right. I think it's, it's right. just... Which they it's have. Just viewed as so mainstream, like, right. oh, I'm not going to... Like, I'm right. into the, you know... Fancy. Fancy stuff. Harder to pronounce. But right. Gaelic. But, and, but yeah. Jameson, really, they've got stuff <clears throat> for everybody. You know, oh, yeah. they, they've got like a very drinkable, oh, you know, low-end... Yeah. Low in stuff, and then that guy's the really stuff. high in fancy stuff. Yeah. So see if you can get one of your friends or family to give you some Middleton Special Reserve. Okay. Yeah, yeah we're it comes in like its own casket because it looks like it's dead. It's like a big wooden box, oh, and it's sweet. like we have not had fifty dollars or three hundred dollars or something. Not had that. That would be it's great. Very nice. Okay. okay, so if you go to the CatholicManshow.com, you can find out more information about and where we're going, what yes, we're doing. Yeah. Um, uh, in September, and you can sign up. And we only have uh, it, it's been moving pretty quick. I don't yeah. know how many exactly we have left, but it's it's moving oh, fast. We're going. So we're yeah, going. We still get to, okay. Oh yeah, that's good. So um, join us. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, definitely. Uh, like every we have now started to get reports, and so like we're getting signups all the time. So great, which yeah. is great. So they it could fill up in the next couple weeks. Great. 
So by the time you're hearing this podcast, <laughs> likely one week is already gone. Right. So, you know, Down to like, the wire. Right. Yeah. But we want you there. Yeah. It'd be it'd great. Be fun. A lot so, of fun. Okay. So some maybe some things. Okay, so we were talking about before before the break. We talked about it'd be good to to have some uh, different music, different uh, books, different movies that we could maybe watch to sure. help us prepare, yeah, and then also things. To say, or and maybe and more not importantly, yeah. not to say yeah. when we're there. Just to not offend anybody as well. So, like, there there is a lot of changes going on in the last. There, there have been a lot of changes going on in Ireland recently, the last few decades. So, um, it's you know with Celtic Tiger in the '90s and making a lot of money. Usually, that ruins a, a country in terms of the faith. It's really distances itself from the faith in a lot of ways. We might actually have some animosity. Just if we, you know, because you're gonna have a priest with you. Sorry about that. So, yeah. um, people are gonna know who you are, you know. So this, Dave, this could be our ticket. This, like, a, a real opportunity to to for, like to, to die mar- for a to get martyr. Well, yeah, like, to be a martyr. We suffer for the sake of the name, and we can do so joyfully. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. That'd be like, pretty good. That would right. be, I was just thinking yeah. that because we just had that. Yeah, yeah like right. this yeah. week. Yeah, right. morning. Like, yes, yeah. I suffered. Yeah, I've, I've been found you. worthy. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. So there's there might be some what an opportunity, especially yeah. in the big cities. You know, like they're like you know because they just voted in abortion. Even Sinn Fein's gone pro abortion. Like it's 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 they're having a lot of problems. A lot okay. of they're not come evangelize of, Ireland with us. They're kind of post Catholic, right. yeah. kind of post Christian in a lot of ways. That country. And, I've heard uh, mass attendance is just oh like, plummeted, plummeted. Uh, but now especially we, among the youth, they which have no interest oh, no. in practicing their. But faith we have at some all. American religious orders that are now re-evangelizing. Uh-huh. So like the uh, the there's CFRs Dom- and there's some Dominicans, Dominicans. yeah. So I think Nashville Dominicans went back over there as well. They're in, and the CFRs in Limerick, pretty rough area. Yeah, my family's originally from there. But anyway, and uh, so <laughs> um, so yeah, there's some American religious orders that are actually going back and re-evangelizing. Uh, Father Mark Kirby started Silverstream Priory yeah. over uh-huh. there. So re-evangelization. There's also a priest who is a classmate of Father Mike Pratt's, who is known as like the American priest because he went back to where his family's originally from. His grandparents were from. And he got ordained for them. Yes, he like told me that story that, like, yeah. in seminary, they were they went out drinking they one did. night and, I and decided, like, we're going to go save Ireland. Yes. And then, like, that he guy, actually did. Right? <laughs> Father Sullivan actually got ordained. Right. Like, Father Pratt was like, I was just kind of, like, excited and, you know, like, maybe a little too excited. Go, yeah, like, yeah, go let's for save it. Him. Go for it. But then that guy, like, actually up and did left, it. you know? Yeah. <laughs> and, like, they all know him. Like, it doesn't matter where you are in the country. And people are like, I'm like, do you know Father Shane Sullivan? Oh, the 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 Yank, yeah, the the, the Yank, yeah. yeah, I know him. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so it's like, okay, so there's gonna be some mixture, especially major cities, some animosity against faith, and other people are gonna be like really faithful as well, right? Remember, like this centuries and centuries of producing saints, yeah. So they're still gonna have some really faithful families uh-huh. as well, but. Um, so some things to maybe be aware of, some phrases and things to avoid. Uh, we were talking about downstairs, like, uh, okay, so uh, we're going to be also having some drinks while we're on pilgrimage, like you do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, some things not to order. Do not order an Irish car bomb. This should be... I shouldn't have to you know say what? that. I get that. Yeah. It's like ordering a 9-11 in New York. You just I, don't do it. I'm right. like yeah. way yeah. beyond drinking a car bomb no, anyway. You know, good. Like I'm, I'm so proud yeah. of you. Just yeah. on a personal yeah. level. He stopped last week. Oh, wow. it was, <laughs> it's an Exodus 90 thing. It was yeah. just for <laughs> <laughs> But it's, it's okay. So no car bombs. Uh, don't order a black and tan because, you know, it's bass and stouts. So... It's a it's a British lager. Okay. I don't know about that. Black one, and tan but. also is a reference to all the uh, criminals that used to oppress the Irish Catholics. Okay, and slaughter them. So anyway, don't order black and tans. 
Um, if you want to order like a Guinness and a and a lager, get a half and half, right? That's totally. Have you ever had one? No. It's delightful. It's yeah. Yeah. It's really it's good. Very nice. Okay. Yeah. And they pour they pour it towards actually half and half. Well, yeah. they pour it over like yeah. typically like over a spoon or something like that to help it break. Perfect up. separation. Yeah. Uh-huh. Perfect oh, separation. Yeah. Beautiful. So do you drink one and then you drink the other, or does it mix when you drink it? It doesn't mix. Yeah. Like so Protestants you, and Catholics. You drink no, no, the no. first. The, <laughs> you drink the top half, and then you get the bottom half. Yeah, you do. Yeah, is that fascinating? It's pretty good. Yeah. So uh, let's see. Um, some other things to be able to avoid. Um, oh, so I guess just things to keep in mind. So if depending on what part of the country we're in, uh, then in the north, then just also don't purport to be or present yourself as an American. As if you're Irish. Don't do that. Don't do that. You're American. Right? Gotcha. Yeah. You're not Irish. They all know that you're probably of Irish descent because you're American and you're paying the money. Like They're all right. like, happy that you're there, but no, you're not Irish. Uh-huh. Right? So it's like, oh, you're of Irish descent? Totally fine. Yep. Do you want to see your crest? Do you have a copy of your crest? Good for you. I'd be happy to have you buy all kinds of things that relate to your family history. Uh-huh. But you're not Irish. Right? So don't say that because that's an easy way to make people irritated. So um, that yeah. that's one kind of like that drunk guy that I mentioned. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I was like, ah, yeah, 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 yeah. You, you, take that hat off. <laughs> what are you doing? So I was like, okay, no, you're not. Um, now I guess one thing that actually kind of pertains to the pilgrimage as well. Um, so just Blarney Stone at your own risk, right? So yeah, that's uh, it's kind of it's um, it's anointed every night with urine by the locals. So, you know, you can always just wash it off, I suppose, if you bring a bottle of water, if you want to kiss it. That's great, too. But just one of those things that, nah, the Irish really don't tell you until after the fact. They're like, you know, we piss on it every night. It's like, oh, that's great. Okay. And we think it's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> we have all these Americans kissing it all day long. <laughs> oh, man. But we're going to be going That to is the- good to know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, there it is. There it is. And though the O'Sullivans, that was their ancestral home, uh, was uh, now Blarney Castle. And uh, I'll tell you a whole story about the, uh, my ancestor and the O'Sullivan and the O'Donovan, another one, uh, cattle wrestling. But we'll get into that another time. Okay. Yeah. Save that one for the pilgrimage. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. That's yeah. right. So uh, that's a good story, too. But um, so whenever you're there, you just uh, kind of uh, know that if you're going into an, a historic Irish church that was seized by Protestantism, they're going to charge you at the door. Okay. That's a normal thing. Okay. So... If they charge you at the door, they're Protestant now. And uh, if they don't, you're here to pray. It's Catholic, pretty much, as a general rule. Yeah. So don't be shocked and surprised. How much do they charge? Oh, not much. Like a pound or two. Like whatever it is now in Euro. Like Euro, a flesh? Whatever. <laughs> no more, no less. And that's the trick. <laughs> Just like Shakespeare taught us. But uh, so, yeah, I mean, like, you know, it's very easy for... I mean, I actually fell into this. So, like, I complained loudly, like, who, ha- who charges to go into church? And it's like... Nah, we don't want to be those those kind of Americans, yeah. you know, even if we are right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because we are. We are. One yeah. of the great things that uh, Haley told me, because we're going to Ireland yeah. uh, before before the pilgrimage, is how friendly everybody is mm. there, though. Uh, compared to, she, she so listens to a lot of, I didn't realize this, that there's a ton of pot, travel podcasts out there that just do nothing but tell you about everywhere in the yeah. world. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. And and people tell uh, are singing there. I, Ireland is one of the like most welcoming oh absolutely uh, uh, places in the world oh fantastic oh yeah they're so kind wonderful so yeah. okay 
I'm going to ask you this question to answer it on the other side of the break. Uh, when you go, should you try to sound Irish? Like, should you work on Never, your Never, especially you. No, no. no. Okay. No. I didn't yeah. know. You, so you, know anyway. you go to, like, Sorry. Spanish countries, and if you try Spanish, they're like, oh, I appreciate that. You know, like, I put, put in the effort. Dun, 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 Not the dun, same. Dun, 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 Not the same. Okay, we're going to keep going. We've got a couple more things we want to go over. So if you're listening on the radio, check make, us out on the make podcast. Make sure to go to the podcast. Yeah, we we're on the Lord's team. The winning side. So raise your glass. Cheers. Cheers to Jesus. So yeah, so we can also talk. Oh, we should. We need to do the list. Yeah, we need to do the list because. Well, I don't think he has the list. Well, well he said it's going to be a running list. It's going to be a running list. That's for sure. Oh, so right. Okay. I can also start you off. I suppose. Yeah, let's let's start off, and yeah. we can put them in the show notes, and then we can start. We can start. That's yeah, the next and that's in the whole next episode is all on saints, and then we'll also talk about are they to knock and that whole yeah. apparition. What's that all about? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, so so kind of a unique apparition. Maybe some Harry. movies. Let's start out with yeah. some movies. Yeah, name of the father. You know, na- you know the name of the father. It's with Daniel Day Lewis. No, huh? Mm-hmm. The name of the father. It's it's not. It wasn't like super blockbuster, but it's. I mean, it's, it's Daniel Day Lewis. Uh-huh. Phenomenal. Pete Postlewaite, so good. It's about this group of uh, Belfast family members who were basically illegally imprisoned for like twenty years in prison. Wow. The whole like we're talking like. Eight members of their family. Wow. For, you know, accused of being like bomb makers. Wow. And like his dad died in prison. Like the rest of his family were in, like little kids in his family, like little brothers and sisters mm-hmm. were imprisoned as well. Mm. So anyway, we'll talk about some of that. Like that was during like 70s and okay. some of the troubles then. Because you had a lot of car bombs going off and like, you know, beginning of the IRA. and Right. Um, so in the name of the father is a good one. Okay. Um, one that's kind of like oh, more charming and just like oh, so sweet uh, is the Quiet Man. Uh huh. Quiet Man's phenomenal. Probably oh, yeah. the best John Wayne movie ever. Yeah. Well, it's de- well McClintock. <laughs> I mean, McClintock is, is they're very different. It's yeah. True, but yeah. Um. So those are really good. Actually, I have a whole like I, I just pulled up even some some uh, some historical ones here too. This doesn't have anything to do with like the Irish history, but the movie Calvary. Oh, it's very good. Mm. It takes place in Ireland. It does, yeah. uh, and just like it's such a real. There's the. I love the priest in that movie. Yeah, yeah. I didn't see it. I heard it was excellent. Oh, the wind that shakes the barley. Did you see that one? The one no. that Palm Door and Con. Phenomenal. The wind that shakes the, the barley. Shakes barley. I'm trying. I'm Killian trying to write Murphy, these down. The guy who played Scarecrow. In, okay. Uh, the first oh. Batman. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. So uh, that's excellent. Also, Michael Collins with Liam Neeson. Really good. Kind of insight into history as well, uh-huh. especially that uh, Easter Rising Free State era, because uh-huh. he plays Michael Collins, and then you know, there's also Eamon De Valera, the first president of Ireland. Is that still the wind that shakes the barley? Same. No, that's Michael Collins' a separate movie. Oh, the, the the name of the movie is Michael, Michael Collins. Collins. Okay, yeah. and uh, there's also a movie called Bloody Sunday. Excellent, excellent mm-hmm. movie about that whole incident there too. And um, the name of the father. Um, let's see here. Far and Away is Garbage. Don't, don't recommend that one. Okay, and, don't, don't see that one. And also, like, Tom Cruise is on the Lucky Charms, you know. <laughs> it isn't that a duty. It isn't nobody doing it at all. So, like, no, forget that one. Um, uh, that's not so much political, but... Um, what about what about uh, music? Ooh, yeah, so... Can we, can we maybe... Because that's something that I would definitely like to... Oh, yeah, for sure. So, um... For music, I would recommend certain bands, especially. Okay. And almost anything that they do. So, but certain songs. So, 
Four Green Fields by the Dubliners. Yep. Okay. Phenomenal. It's all about the seizure of Ulster after the flood of the Earls. Okay. So that's the whole subtext. And like, unless you understand the subtext, it doesn't really doesn't make, make any sense. Okay. I really love the High Kings, mm. but basically anything that they do, they do like traditional right. like Irish music. Yeah. Um, and they're they do they they do it the best. I think they're beautiful. Ch- Chieftains I grew up with, so I have a uh-huh. special affinity for them. Um, they really high quality stuff. Dubliners are more of a pub group, but yeah. they did a lot more political stuff than the Chieftains did. Yeah. So between Four Greenfields, uh, Foggy Dew, oh Foggy Dew, yeah. phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Not to mention all the references to the Angelus Bells and the Requiem Bells. So the very Catholic understanding. If you don't know what those are, it's like yeah, the, sh- the shores okay. of Botany Bay. Yeah, is a good one. So uh, green grow the rushes. Yep. I mean, there's just I'm Dubliners just are good. My... Chieftains are good. Um, Pogues are even good, but for more of like a punk traditional, uh, they actually collaborated with the Dubliners a couple times. Hmm. And uh, there's actually a local band here called uh, Larkin that I used hmm. to listen to all the time when I was working at Catholic Charities, and uh, they do all traditional, all traditional hmm. music, but kind of like a more Pogues style. Where their uh, lead singer is uh, a bit vulgar. Mm-hmm. So, oh, there's another group that I don't think they exist anymore, but they played at my. Uh, I used to listen to them play it every week at uh, Arnie's at downtown, and uh, they're known as Cardinal Gale, and they played at my ordination reception as well. They did. They friends of mine, and oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I used to work with them at Catholic Charities, so they were excellent, so good. So, and a couple of them uh, still still playing, and one of them still volunteers at Catholic Charities there too. Nice. Yeah. Uh, what about books? Oh, yeah. So, actually, uh, I actually can send a link to okay. Notre Dame, University of Notre Dame's Irish Studies programs. And that way, the people also choose, like, do you want to do politics, language, like, novels, history? Like, what do you want to, what aspect do you want to uh-huh. delve into? Uh, something related, but it's not actually Irish. It's actually English, but it pertains to, like, the Universal Church, uh, is Eamon Duffy's The Stripping of the Altars. Did you ever read that one? No. It's like this big. Yeah, that's probably that's why I didn't read it. That's probably why I didn't read it. It's massive, but it's phenomenal because he's going over basically like the traditional faith in, in England before Henry VIII, like showing just how like just vital it was and how on fire even all the British were before they got crushed by Henry VIII and his, you know... Um, so it's a historical book. It is, and it's also very pertinent to the uh, iconoclasm Worldwide hmm. in the Catholic Church in the 20th century. Yeah. And we just kind of did it to ourselves. Yeah. And of course, like that relates also to stripping of the altars and kind of like emptying out of the faith in Ireland. Uh, I have, uh, I know some priests over there who, you know, they're preaching in their, in their congregation, or I don't know if we're still broadcasting, but it's, it's, it's okay. Yeah. And uh, it's like, uh, they all have like five laicized priests in their, in their, Congregation, hmm. they don't usually complain about X, Y, Z. You know, I wouldn't do it this way. You shut up! You're not a priest. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I, <was> like, <laughs> I know you wouldn't. <laughs> yeah. I'm still doing it. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, oh, oh man, it's it's tough. So what are you excited about uh, on our itinerary? Like, because oh, wow. you've been there quite a few times, yeah, right? Yeah. So uh, I've never been. Dave's never been. Yeah, I've never been. So all I'm oh, excited yeah. about all of it. Sure. Uh, yeah, me you too. Know, yeah. yeah. Uh, like I mean. It's really hard to beat Knock. Uh-huh. Like, okay, wherever Mary appears yeah. with 
St. Joseph, John the Evangelist, choirs of angels, the Lamb of God, and an entire parish. Yeah, that's the thing about it. it. Everybody got everybody to see got it. to see it. So awesome. And they didn't get rained on. So cool. I mean, especially in Ireland, which is just so soaked. Yeah. And no, 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 all protected. Yeah. All there for a couple hours. Beautiful. So like, that's definitely like top of my list. Sure. Uh, of course, mass every day is always top of the list. Right. Now, mass stone. Yeah, that's going to be pretty cool. Have going. you done that before? Never have. Okay. Yeah. So that'll be something so that'd new. Be awesome. different. Yeah. So, and of course, some of these beautiful cathedrals and churches. I mean, like, they're going to be absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that'll be great, too. Like, kind of extremes, you know. Mm-hmm. It's kind of nice. Uh-huh. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. That'll, that'll be really cool. Like, celebrate yeah. mass on a stone outside. And then also, like, Go to beautiful cathedral. Yeah. Like, the Lord shows up each time. And it'll be nice being in a country where people speak English. I mean, like, really, you know, these it's days... It's very you can, much like English. You can go... Yeah. It's very much like English. <laughs> so it's, it sounds a lot like it English. It does. Yeah. It does. But, you know... Unless like, they're so in Cork. If you go to France or, like, Europe or, like, South America, most of the time, somebody around will speak English. You know, sure, like, if you go yeah. somewhere, there'll be somebody who speaks English, but... You know, going somewhere where you can talk to anybody right. you run into. Yeah. Well, actually, there's funny. There's That'll a little nice. clip of the Graham Norton show, you know, in England. Uh, he had the Donovan brothers. You know, the O'Donovan brothers that won silver medal in the uh, in, in crew in rowing. Okay. The last Olympics. Yeah. And we, I'm kind of aware, you know, being O'Donovan. You know. Right. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. So anyway, they won the Ireland's first Olympic medal in crew. Never won before. Okay. And they're just characters, these two brothers, that just go on and on. And the whole couch are Irishmen from different parts of the country. So it's like if the Donovan brothers, you have like, I think it's like Liam Neeson and like uh, uh, whatever, whatever, like a couple other Irishmen and like uh, that French. Is Liam Neeson Irish? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. And um, and then like uh, whatever her name is, who did like La Vie en Rose, the French actress, whatever her name is. And uh, so anyway, she's there. And uh, Graham Norton's actually from Northern Ireland. So, you know, he's kind of like a little lilting you know, slight accent. Uh-huh. But all these others, especially the Donovans, they're from Skibbereen. They're from, like, where all the Donovans are, are now. And, like, everybody there is a Donovan. Like, you go into the grocery store, it's, like, all the Donovans. Like, everybody's a Donovan. It's, like, you know, the name tags, too. It's just, like, wow. Okay. But anyway, <laughs> so, like, everybody. And uh, so there's thick, thick, thick Cork accent. And so, so much so that, like, they have, like, a, like, lesser so amongst these other major film stars. And then she's just sitting there, whatever her name is, the French actress, just staring totally blank. And Graham Norton goes, do you understand anything that they're saying? She's like, not a word. <laughs> not a word. <laughs> and she speaks English. Yeah. Right. You know? So she's like, no, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> oh, it's a really funny clip. You should probably check it out. Graham Norton okay. show with your Donovans. Okay, good. Yeah, it's funny. Dave, I will. Dave, how... Because uh, when we come back, I fully expect... I like... I'm this pretty is, good at impressions and accents and Sure, yeah, so yeah, like yeah. When we come back, I will I will be able to do it. Ooh, that's a strong... You got to pick... You got to pick a county, though. You got to pick... Yeah, that'll be... That will be yeah. hard. I probably will end up with a blend of the places that we go to. You know? <laughs> like the whiskey we drink, it'll be a blend. <laughs> or or uh, it'll be like the favorite one. Like, oh, I really like the way you that guy. I like the way you sell that right yeah, there. Say that again. Say that again. I'm going to record you. <laughs> anyway, yeah. so... I'm, I'm, I'm very, very excited. I can't wait It'll to do it. Fun. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, okay, so... Definitely. So if, if, there, if somebody has uh, an, some... Uh, 
either more music to look at, some books, oh, or, yeah. or yeah, they yeah. should send it to us because we're going to start yeah. compiling a running list. Sure. You'll, you'll, you'll add some more to, yeah. to the list as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then that way we can, we can you know, provide a little library and movies of and culture up a little bit before we go. Books. Yeah. yeah. I'll yeah. provide the whiskey. Hey, all right. Deal. Yeah. <laughs> no, just the, just what to try, not the actual whiskey. Oh, just recommendations. Oh. Just the list. Oh. Oh. That's exciting. Okay. <laughs> I'll give you words, and you will like it. <laughs> all right, fine. Yeah. Well, whatever. Thanks for your yeah. contribution. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, anything else? So uh, if you're listening to this right now, we're going to do another episode on Irish saints. Yes, we will, yeah. Um, next. Which we need to get to. Okay, so... Um, Father, thank you so much. As sure. always, it's always a blast to have you. Man, my pleasure. Yeah. It was so much fun. We're going to do it again. Let's do it. Here in a few minutes. All right. All right. Sounds good. Hi, this is Bishop David Condorla of the Diocese of Tulsa in Oklahoma. So let us pray. Remember, O most gracious Virgin Mary, that never was it known that anyone who fled to thy protection, implored thy help, or sought thy intercession was left unaided. Inspired with this confidence... I fly to thee, O Virgin of virgins, my mother. To thee do I come. Before thee I stand, sinful and sorrowful. O Mother of the Word incarnate, despise not my petitions, but in thy mercy hear and answer me. Amen.